come to worship him this evening. Amen. Praise God. I don't know about you, but I feel a deep move of the Holy Ghost this evening. Amen. Praise God. Every time I've gone to the Lord in prayer, I just I begin to tremble at his presence. Every time this afternoon and even before service just a few moments ago, God wants to do something awesome in this place tonight. Hallelujah. It's up to you. Do you accept what God wants to do? Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. I've come seeking his face once more. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. I don't do this very often. I asked Becca to help me tonight, and I need y'all's help too. Um, there's been a song going on in my, my heart all day long, and it kind of goes along with what I intend to preach this evening. It's an old song. How great is our God. How great is his name. How great is our God, forever the same. He rolled back the waters of the mighty Red Sea. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. So let's sing this evening.
great is our God. Truly, how great is our God. Hallelujah. He is the greatest one. Hallelujah. He will never change. Well, I said he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Praise God. He can roll back the Red Sea back in the old Bible days. He can, he can roll back our Red Seas of the current day. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, if you have your Bibles this evening, I don't know if anybody will be able to find this book. It's called Genesis. <clears throat> Chapter number one. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, I so enjoyed being able to hear my pastor preach the last couple services. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And now you got to put up with me. But you know what? I want God to speak tonight. Hallelujah. If you can look past the messenger tonight, I, I need God's help. <clears throat> but I feel like God wants to do something great in this service tonight. Hallelujah. Praise God. We're just going to read the first two verses. And no, I'm not going to preach about creation and all that wonderful stuff. Just want to take a little something from these first two verses here. Verses 1. And two says, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And I want you to pay attention to verse two. It says here, the earth was without form and void. And darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the spirit of God moved. And the spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. Tonight, with God's help, I want to preach from the subject, when His Spirit moves. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's pray and ask God for His help tonight. Lord, we love together as one and let's worship him tonight oh we love you jesus oh come on everybody lift your voices to him worship him this this evening i magnify you jesus i magnify you jesus oh we need your glory tonight god we need your anointing in this place this evening lord oh god rest in our midst oh lord god speak to our hearts oh god we want to hear straight from you tonight lord god bring aside my flaws oh lord and allow your anointing to rest in this service tonight god that souls could be saved god that lives could be mended tonight lord jesus god let your perfect will be done hallelujah oh can we give my hand clap of praise this evening hallelujah 
Glory to your name. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Oh, praise God. I have several notes here I could probably preach on that long. I don't intend to preach on that long. I just want to preach until God's done. Hallelujah. I want his will to be accomplished in this place tonight. Hallelujah. Can you promise me you're, you're going to stay with me? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I feel his presence so strong right now. Hallelujah. God is working on hearts in this very service right now. Hallelujah. Praise God. Not just one, not just two. I, I feel like God's tugging on some hearts this evening. Hallelujah. 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 And the Spirit of God moved, verse 2 said. Hallelujah. When his spirit moves, things begin to happen. Hallelujah. We can, we can attest to that fact from the very beginning of our scriptures. As I began to read these two verses, I began to think of all the things that begin to fall into place right after verse 2 is finished. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And the very next verse says, And God said, Let there be light. And there was light. And creation began from that very moment that His Spirit began to move. Hallelujah. You see, whatever God chooses to do can be done. It doesn't take very much effort on God's part for things to be done in our midst. No matter how big of a situation we may think we have, we may, may, we may think we have God all up in a frenzy, but I can promise you at his spoken word, your situation can change in an instant. Hallelujah. You believe that? Praise God. In God's spoken word, the world came into existence. Hallelujah. His spirit moved upon the darkness, in the darkness, and all of a sudden something just came out of nowhere because of God's spirit moving and his word going forth. Hallelujah. And that's what I want to happen tonight. I need God's spirit to move in this place tonight. Hallelujah. There are situations sitting on these very pews right now. Hallelujah. That God needs to move upon. And God needs to speak to your situation. And, and God needs to change some things in your life that you cannot do. Hallelujah. But when, it's when his spirit begins to move that things begin to change. And things begin to happen in our very lives. Hallelujah. Praise God. Throughout the scriptures. We can, we can find example after example of his, his word being spoken or the man of God doing a simple gesture. And things begin to happen. Things begin to change. Deliverance comes. Hallelujah. Lives are changed. People are healed. We can find it time after time. Hallelujah. I began, as I went through my uh, uh, daily Bible reading, if you're, if you're up to date, You've just come through the deliverance of the Israelites. If you're, if you're following, if you're ahead, you're probably far, farther along than that. But if you just came through, we're in, we're in uh, Exodus towards the, end of the, towards the end of the book. But in Exodus, the reason it's called Exodus is because of the great exodus of the Israelites from Egypt. <clears throat> and God's delivering hand. And I began to read through there, and so many things happened at just the gesture. God would say, Moses, do this. And Moses would do it, and miraculous things would begin to transpire. Hallelujah. Even in the plagues of Egypt, you can find where, where, where God used Moses. And at, at Moses' spoken word, or at Moses using his rod that God had, had placed in his hand, God would, God would wrought mighty works 
through the hand of Moses when his spirit began to move upon that man of God. Hallelujah. I, one, one instance comes to mind was at the Red Sea in Exodus chapter 14. We, we, we see that the Israelites, in fact, Brother Riggin, Pastor Riggin alluded to it before he went to Africa, but we find the Israelites leaving they were finally freed from the bondage of slavery in Egypt and, and, and they're, they're fleeing for their lives because they know that it won't be very long before Pharaoh's going to change his mind and Pharaoh's going to come chasing after us. God took them into the wilderness and he put them right up against, I guess if you want to paraphrase it, he put them between a rock and a hard place. There was no escape. They looked all around. They couldn't find a way to get away from the enemy. The enemy was coming up behind. They couldn't run to one side because there was a big mountain there. They couldn't run in front of them because there was the great Red Sea right in front of them. And they began to look at Moses and he said, What in the world did you try to do to us, Moses? You brought us out here just to die? What in the world was you thinking, man? But neither did they know that it wasn't Moses that brought him to that place. It was the guiding hand of God that brought him to that place because God wanted to show them what happens when his spirit begins to move. Hallelujah. In Exodus chapter 14, verses 21 and 22, it says, And Moses stretched out his hand over the sea. The Lord had just told Moses to do this very thing. And Moses stretched out his hand over the sea. And the Lord caused the sea to go back by a strong east wind all that night and, the, and made the sea dry land. And the waters were divided. And verse 22, And the children of Israel went into the midst of the sea upon dry ground. And the waters were a wall unto them on their right hand and on their left. God, God took him to this place. He said, you know what? You can't get out of it. Only I can. And it's going to take my spirit moving upon these waters and causing a wind to come up and causing the sea to split in half and deliverance to come in your midst and you can walk across on dry ground. Hallelujah. It took the spirit of God stepping in into their situation for deliverance to come. Praise God. Praise God. And you get to reading through Exodus and, and, you, and you think, man, that's so awesome. The next thing you find in, in Exodus is they start complaining because they're hungry. And they're like, they look at Moses and say, Moses, are you serious? You really brought us into the wilderness with no food? What are we going to do, man? I don't know how, to, I don't know how we're going to find anything. We're out here in the middle of nowhere. There's nothing. And Moses prayed to God and God sent manna. And what not too long after that, they got to a place where there was no water in a desert land. And they began to complain again. Oh, Moses, we're going to die. You brought us out of Egypt. We were in bondage, I know, but you brought us out of Egypt. But now we're just going to die because we're going to, Thirst to death, I guess. Moses, I just can't imagine what he was thinking at that point. He went and asked God, God, these people think they're going to die of thirst. And Exodus 17 and 6 said, Behold, I will stand before thee there upon the rock in Horeb, and thou shalt smite the rock, and there shall come water out of it, that the people may drink. 
And Moses did so in the sight of the elders of Israel. And you could go on and read where he smote the rock and water came out of the rock. God's spirit moved and spoke to Moses again. And just a small, simple gesture gave them deliverance again. Praise God. Later on, I, I got to thinking about some more instances in the Bible. And I could be here all night talking about places where God stepped in on the scene. And his spirit began to move and deliverance and, and, and safety came because of his spirit beginning to move. Hallelujah. Another place that I thought about was, was the day that the, Amor the, the Israelites were, were in battle with the Amorites, with Joshua. In Joshua chapter 10. And they had the upper hand and, and it was beginning to get dark. And Joshua cried out. Joshua 10, 10 12, and, 12 and 13 says, Then spake Joshua to the Lord in the day when the Lord delivered up the Amorites before the children of Israel. And he said in the sight of Israel, Son, stand thou still upon Gibeon, and thou moon in the valley of Ajalon. I can just imagine what those warriors standing around him were thinking, what in the world are you doing, Joshua? You're talking to the sun and the moon and you, you just commanded them to stand still? Who do you think you are? Joshua knew who he was. Because verse 13 says, and the sun stood still and the moon stayed until the people had avenged themselves upon, the, upon their enemies. It is, is not this written in the book of Jasher? So the sun stood still in the midst of heaven and hasted not to go down about a whole day. A whole day went by. Because Joseph, Joshua spoke and God's spirit moved and time stood still. Hallelujah. Praise God. The, the last place I wanted to bring it to our attention tonight was where God's spirit moved and it is very evident. Is Acts chapter 2, verse number 1. It says, And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire, and it set upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Hallelujah. God's spirit moved on those folks that were, were up there praying in, in, in the upper room that day. Hallelujah. And they spilled out into the street and, and God wrought a mighty revival just because his spirit began to move in their midst. Hallelujah. And it began to fill their lives. And it began to, it began to affect those that were around them. Hallelujah. Praise God. Are you with me tonight? I'm not boring you to death, am I? Hallelujah. But I'm here to tell us, tell you tonight that the same God that reigned in the, in the Old Testament and in the New Testament, hallelujah, he's still sitting upon the throne today. <laughs> I said the same God that split the Red Sea in half and they walked across on dry land still sits upon the throne today. Hallelujah, the same God that when a man of God spoke and asked and commanded the sun and the moon to stand still, he, his spirit began to move and, and it stood still. Hallelujah. He still reigns today. Hallelujah. That same God that when 120 were praying day after day and fasting day after day for the promise of the Father, when his spirit
Hallelujah. That same God still reigns today. Hallelujah. I, I believe that same God wants to do the same exact thing that he did in Acts chapter 2 right here in this very service tonight. My God never changes. I've already said, my God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Hallelujah. The same God that filled 3,000 souls on the day of Pentecost can do it right here in this very city. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That same God. Is still on the throne. Hallelujah. Praise God. And because he still reigns upon the throne, we still have hope. Hallelujah. We still have hope. And this is where I want to park, I guess, if you will, for a little while. As I was praying this week, this, this began to go over and over in my heart. When, the God's, when God's spirit begins to move... Things become into existence. Things that were void. Things that had no form. Things that were full of darkness become something. Genesis chapter 1 and verse 2 says, And the earth was without form, and it was void had nothing, no, no consistency. They, they had nothing. There was no matter. There was nothing until God's Spirit began to move. And then there became, there became something, and something that was so, it is so beautiful. As we begin to study nature, and we could go into science, and we could begin to think how intricate the things of creation really are, that just became at his spoken word and upon the moving of his spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That same spirit that moved upon the earth at the day of creation is moving in this service right now. Hallelujah. I can feel him right now. Hallelujah. Can we love him right now? Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, I love you, Lord. Hallelujah. Today, in the age that we live in, we need His Spirit to move more often. In our midst. Hallelujah. There are things that we are battling today that I've heard elders talk about. They can't even believe the things that they're having to deal with time, time and time again. But if people would just understand, if they can get into a place where his spirit is moving, things begin to transpire. Things begin to change. Not just for a day or two, but they can change for eternity. Hallelujah. We have hope. We have hope. Even if we are the ones that 
may walk out or turn away from God. You see, when we, when we do this, we become void. When we do not have his spirit with us, we are void, just like the earth was void. I thought of a story you can find in Luke chapter 15 about a young man that we call the prodigal. This young man was void. Amen. Of anything godly. Hallelujah. There was a time that this young man, we, uh, most of us know the story, and I don't want to elaborate too much, but for those of us that may not have heard the story of the prodigal son, it's a young man, one day he woke up, and he said, you know what, my dad owes me my inheritance. And I don't want to wait for him to die. I just, I want it right now. I just want to get out of the house. I don't want to ever want to be back to the house I'm just paraphrasing here a young man that said you know what I can make it on my own I don't need all these rules and regulations that my dad has me I have to get up and do chores when I wake up possibly have to do chores before I even eat breakfast but a young man that desired to live on his own Void of God, void of anything, void of any responsibility. With no godliness in his life and no, nobody to pull on the reins when he got out of control. He just wanted his freedom. A lot of us can probably relate to that. So one day he went to his dad and said, you know what, dad? I, I got some money coming to me. Um... I want my inheritance now. I'm just going to leave, and I'll probably never see you again. And so his dad did what he asked him. The young man went out. The Bible says he spent all of his money, wasted it all on parties and, and friends that he thought he had. But if you will let me indulge a little bit in this story. It says... In verse 14, and when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in that land, and he began to be in want. And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country, and he sent him into his fields to feed swine. And he would fain have filled his belly with the husk that the swine did eat. And no man give unto him. And when he came to himself. If you let me indulge right there for just a few moments. Maybe it took this young man going to the pig pen. For him to recognize and understand that God's spirit was moving upon him. Maybe it had been there the whole time tugging on his heart. Maybe it took this famine and this time of want that this young man had to go to a pig pen to understand that God is moving upon him. 
Because it's at this very moment when he came to himself that you see a change begin to transpire in this young man's life. It's not very long after he comes to himself, or if you will, the spirit begins to move upon him that he gets up out of that old muck and mire of that old pig pen and he begins to walk down the road. He said, you know what? I remember, even if I have to go back to my dad's house, I can be just a servant, but I can promise you one thing. My dad's servants, they're not starving right now. I can promise you one thing. My dad's servants, they got money in the bank. God's, my dad's taking care of those, young, those, those people that are serving him right now. What did David say? I was young and now I'm old, but I have never seen the righteous forsaken. That young man began to remember what it was like back at daddy's house. He began to think, you know what? I've got better things in store for me if I would just humble myself and I can find a place of sorrow and I can find a place of forgiveness in my dad's heart. But it all began when God began to move upon his heart and he began to change and that, and that voidness in his life began to become whole. And he began to understand, you know what? I've got a better life ahead of me than what I am living right now. Hallelujah. He said, I don't have to settle for this voidness in my life anymore. I don't have to live my life in the darkness anymore. The light began to come on in his mind, and he began to walk down the road toward his daddy. He said, I don't know what he's going to say, and I don't know what he's going to do. I know this isn't an old message. This is not new, but I feel the Holy Ghost right now. When God's spirit began moving upon that young man, he began to remember what it was like at daddy's house. And the times, the wonderful times of, of, of relationship, the times of fellowship he had with his father. The intimate times he had talking with his dad about things that nobody else probably would have cared about, but just his dad and him was sitting there talking. Those special times of prayer when God's spirit just begins to move in and you begin to pour your heart out to him and say, God, I don't understand what's going on. I know you're still in control. I still know you're the master. Will you help? He could remember those sides of his father. I can just imagine he's hoping that's what side of his father comes out when he gets home. He doesn't know, but he knows he's got safety back at dad's house. And lo and behold, as he's making his way to the father's house, this young man, he doesn't know that daddy's sitting on the front porch looking down the road saying, you know what, I wonder when he's coming home. 
I wonder if he's going to come today. He didn't come today. Well, you know, I'm just going to go, go about my business. I'll be back here in the morning. Is he coming today? I can just imagine as day after day his dad sat there on the porch looking out in the horizon looking for his son to come home. That one day this young man a silhouette comes up over the horizon and his dad looks out and he says you know what something familiar about that about that form that I see over there something familiar about it the walk the way he sways it looks familiar and he's standing there staring and staring and staring hallelujah and verse number 20 says and he arose and came to his father and the bible says but when he was a great yet a great way off his father saw him and had compassion and he ran and fell on his neck and kissed him and he began to repent and he began to ask for forgiveness and his father took him up and said you're not going to be a servant you're my son and I love you and I want you to come on to the house. And the father rejoiced. Hallelujah. We don't have to be void without his spirit. We don't have to be living in darkness anymore. Hallelujah. Just like this prodigal, he realized when he came to himself, what he was really missing out on. You see, God made us a promise. And his word will never return void. Isaiah 55 and 11 says, So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void. But it shall accomplish that which I please. And it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. God made a promise to us. Amen. God made a promise to us. The 2 and verse 39 says, For the promise is to you and to your children and to all that are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. You see, you, you understand, when I say we are living void of God, this is what a life void of God looks like. Romans chapter 1, verses 28 and 32 says, And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient, being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, and wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, without understanding, covenant breakers, Without natural affection, implacable, unmerciful, who, knowing the judgment of God, that they which commit such things are worthy of death, not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. 
Hallelujah. That's what being void of God entails. Hallelujah. We don't have to be void of God. We don't have to live in the darkness of this whole world. I'm telling you, we have a promise that God spoke to us. And he has promised not only that he has sent us the Holy Spirit to abide in us, but he has also promised that his word will not go void. Hallelujah. When his spirit moves upon us, something begins to happen. Something begins to transpire in our lives, just like it did in this young man's life. And he went back to his dad's house, and he found comfort, and he found love. Something could transpire in each and every one of our hearts. I need it to happen to me each and every single day. Hallelujah. I need God's spirit to move upon me every single day. Hallelujah. You see, in the beginning when his spirit would move, things began to happen. Worlds were made. Worlds were brought into existence. But you've got to understand, it did not just stop with creation. It has gone on and on and on and on and on throughout history. You can find time after time when God's spirit begins to move, things begin to happen. Hallelujah. When God began to move, people began to get filled with his spirit. Hallelujah. Paul told Ephesus that he would, he, that we ought to be filled with his spirit. Ephesians 5 and 18 says, and be not drunk with wine, wherein is excess, but be filled with the spirit. Hallelujah. God's spirit moved in the book of Acts. We saw that already in Acts chapter 2 verses 1 through 4. We can read that again. It says, and when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled all the house where they were sitting. And it filled all the house where they were sitting. Get it? They were, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire. And it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Can we all stand across this place today? We need him to fill this house tonight, but not just to fill this house. We need him to fill each and every one of our lives again, anew and afresh. Hallelujah. You understand that when we are filled with the Spirit, something begins to happen in the enemy's world. They begin to look around and they begin to say, you know what? We need a place that we can fill up. We have been kicked out of our old residence. Matthew 12, 44 through 45 says, Then he saith, I will return into my house from whence I came out. And when he is come, he findeth it empty, swept, and garnished. I pray he doesn't find my, my, my house, my, my physical temple. I pray that he does not find me swept and garnished and empty. I want to be filled with the Spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. When we're filled with the Spirit, something begins to happen inside of us. Something begins to happen. Our attitude begins to change. We've got to tell everybody about my almighty God. I've got to tell somebody how great God is. Hallelujah. Praise God. When we, when we become filled with the Spirit, a boldness becomes, comes over us. Acts 4 and 31 says, And when they had prayed, the place was shaken where they were assembled together, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. 
And they spake the word of God with boldness. Hallelujah. When they were filled with the Spirit, they began to proclaim His word. They began to proclaim His gospel with all boldness. Hallelujah. And when we are filled with His Spirit, not only do we proclaim His word with boldness, but everybody around us knows about His goodness. Hallelujah. Everywhere we go, we're telling somebody how great God is. Hallelujah. Acts 5 and 28 says, saying, Did not we straightly command you that ye should not teach in this name? And behold, ye have filled. When you are filled, you fill other things with your doctrine and intend to bring this man's blood upon us. When you are filled with the Spirit, you begin to fill the ears and the minds of those around you with Jesus Christ. That's all you can talk about. When you're filled with the Spirit, that's all you want to talk about. Hallelujah. And it all begins when His Spirit moves. Hallelujah. Can we pray right now? Oh, come on. Let's, walk. let's talk to God tonight. Oh, Lord, we need your Spirit to move upon us tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. I feel His presence right here, right now. He's drawing hearts to Him. Won't you respond to the Spirit tugging on your heart this evening? Why don't you respond to God working upon your soul right now? Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus, we love you tonight. Oh, come on, church, let's talk to God. Let's create an atmosphere in which he can work this evening. The people that need the Holy Ghost tonight, God can fill you with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. You need something changed in your life. Let the Spirit of God move upon you tonight. Allow it to fill your life. Allow it to change you forever. From this night forward. Hallelujah, Jesus. I want His Spirit to continue to move in my life. Hallelujah. I want to continue seeing the things that God can do. I want to continue seeing the things that God can do in my family, in my life, in my church, in my city. I need His Spirit to fill me anew and afresh tonight. In the name of Jesus. Oh, we love you tonight. These altars are open. You are invited to come. Encouraged to come. Come talk with God. Pour your heart out to Him. To hear what you have to say, oh, we love you, Jesus.
Come on, church, let's pray right now, everybody. Let's bind together tonight. Come on, let's lift our hands. Let's everybody, let's pray together right now for Matt. Come on. Come on, let's pray. Hallelujah. God's not done with the service tonight. God's not done. Come on, let's pray, everybody. Come on. Hallelujah. Come on, hallelujah. Come on, let's bind together. Come on, let's pray, let's pray. Hallelujah. God wants to fill it with the Holy Ghost. Yes. Come on, church. Hallelujah. God's got a promise for the church. Come on, hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. Come on, some worshipers tonight. Hallelujah. Come on, let's worship the Lord tonight. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, let's sing this song as a prayer tonight. The presence of the Lord is here tonight. Hallelujah. Come on, we're in the presence of the Holy Ghost tonight. You may not need the Holy Ghost, but God may need you. may need God for something else in this service tonight. God's not through with you. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. You may need the peace and the storm tonight. Hallelujah. Oh, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Come on, let's worship him. God's still reaching for somebody's heart tonight. Hallelujah. The Holy Ghost is still here. The Holy Ghost is still reaching right now. Hallelujah. Come on, respond to the Holy Ghost tonight. Come on, let's hit. Come on, everybody worship Him right now. Come on, everybody pray to Him right now. Oh, I love you, Jesus. He's a da 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 da
Let's be sensitive to the Holy Ghost tonight. Come on, let's be sensitive to the Holy Ghost tonight. I feel still feel his hand drawing somebody's heart tonight. Hallelujah. God still got somebody's number in the service this evening. Hallelujah.
time, a better atmosphere to baptize somebody in the name of Jesus. And then this, such a wonderful presence of the Lord I feel in this place tonight. So uh, if you want to, you can gather around up here, down in front of the platform. Let's uh, celebrate a, a new birth. Hallelujah. Matt, did you get the Holy Ghost tonight? Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. I want to. Hallelujah. Praise God. You can come on in. Hallelujah. Praise God. It's so awesome. Praise God. Praise God. Again, this morning, before Pastor left out, Talked to him about Matt wanting to get baptized, and he said, let's get it done. Hallelujah. Praise God. And so this afternoon, well, this morning, I, I got to pray with Matt, got to talk to him a little bit, and we met together about, it was about 4.30. We met together for a Bible study. We talked about walking into his marvelous light. And uh, when I got done, I said, do you believe all those questions? And... Uh, if you've done the Bible study, you know what I'm talking about. Do you believe you need to be baptized in Jesus' name? He said, yes. I said, do you believe that you need to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost as evidenced by speaking in tongues? He said, yes, I do. I said, do you believe you can get it tonight? He said, yes, I do. Hallelujah. And it's evident. <laughs> Praise God. God honors belief. God honors faith. Hallelujah. Praise God. So, Matt, you can have a seat right here back on the top. This evening we're going to baptize Matt in the name of Jesus Christ. Praise God.
Praise the Lord. Why don't we give the Lord a hand clap of praise tonight for what he's done in this service. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God, praise God, praise God. I'm telling you, amen, revival is here at New Life. Amen. Don't doubt it. Don't question it. Amen. It's here. Amen. God is doing a work in this house. Amen. And uh, we start stepping out and, and handing out church cards, outreaching, and, and watering the seed. Praise God. And they're going to come, and, and folks are going to get the Holy Ghost. Amen. And uh, that's what we've been doing. We've just been doing a work for God. And uh, so good to see what God is doing. And he's faithful. Amen. To his word. Amen. If we're just faithful to him, praise God. And uh, I was talking to pastors like, you know, we're just doing everything we're supposed to be doing. And I just expecting God to just, just do it. Amen. And praise the Lord. That's what happened here tonight. Amen. Got baptized in Jesus' name. Got the Holy Ghost. Amen. It sounds like a new birth and sounds like what we've been praying for. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So good. Amen. The presence of the Lord here tonight. Amen. Thank God for what we've heard. Amen. Had felt like I'd had church tonight. Amen. Felt like we've had an experience with the Holy Ghost. Praise the Lord. Amen. Well, um, let's just keep Pastor and Sister Riggin in your prayers. They're traveling um, and hopefully going to have a good time this week. Um, and just you know, let's, I don't know, Brother Jared, do you want to, somebody want to put the announcements up on the board or somebody can put the announcements? Oh, there you are. He's hiding behind the monitor. Um, after service, Brother Brandon would like to meet with the uh, college and career age uh, young people. If we could do that, uh, meet with him afterwards. And then uh, this week, um, just a heads up, on uh, Tuesday, we're supposed to get, I saw today, upwards of nine inches of snow. So... Um, and I saw this, and, and so before Pastor left today, I said, just, <laughs> I said, if it gets too bad, me and Brother Brandon, we're going to just, <laughs> so um, we'll just pray away the snow, and if by chance uh, it comes anyway, uh, just understand, we're, we're, uh, we'll let you know, more than likely, don't get out if you can't, but uh, it's supposed to be pretty crazy this week, and so just try to get out, get away from all this snow, praise God, I'm telling you, you know, uh, regardless, uh, we're still uh, having revival, re re regardless, whether it's snowing or not. So, um, you know, we don't have an evangelist right now, but we're still having revival. Amen. And so uh, for outreach this Saturday, it's supposed to snow, I think, Friday and Saturday, <laughs> too. Um, and so I'm not sure what, what we're going to do on, on Saturday. As we get closer, I may have something. I don't know. We'll figure out something. Uh, maybe we can do just Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so this Saturday, this Saturday, we'll figure out what to do. I'll let, I'll let everyone know. Um, Sister, I think it's our week, or Sister Merriman's week to, to clean, uh, unless Sister Andrea would like to again. <laughs> All right, yeah, I'll, I'll tell you. Uh, you, uh, no, no, you, uh, if it, you service... If it's okay, weather permitting, we're still use service Saturday. Um, don't forget Sunday church next uh, Thursday. Actually, church this Thursday night, seven thirty, seven o'clock um, prayer. And uh, yes, Kansas City Freedom Keepers meeting is tomorrow night. 
um, and, and and please come um, if you can. Um, it's not every time. Every time we always when things over with, we get to talking. Something leads to conversation about God, the Bible, somehow, some way. And so, boy, it sure would be nice to have some other folks there to participate in those kind of conversations. And and uh, you know, you don't really have to know exactly what uh, they're all talking about and the stuff. You have to be interested in all that. But uh, if we could find that open door, that opportunity, Amen. It'd be really. Tomorrow night, okay, tomorrow night or, uh, is the Laura, it's the it's Laura Mesa's grandmother, right? Uh, it passed away Friday, the funeral is tomorrow night, um, and the visitation's tomorrow, the funeral's on Tuesday, so if anyone would like to go, um, let me know, uh, I have the information where it's at, and so if anyone would like to know, let myself, I'll, let brother, I'll give that to Brother Brandon as well. So, um, so let's keep, keep the family in our prayers. Amen. Um, trying to think of any other announcements. Um, just as a reminder, pastor's gone again, which means, um, and we know, as he even said, the enemy would try to stir things up and... Uh, and, and we know the devil's devices that have been historical, and uh, we, we're just not ignorant of those things. So let's just pray, amen, uh, that, that God would help us and that we just be aware, amen, that uh, the devil's away, or <laughs> I wish, pastor's away, but the devil did not go on a, hopefully, he, he, it would have been nice if he went on vacation, but you know what, I think the uh, enemy is really not happy with what's going on around here. And with us, uh, we're doing a work for God stepping out and uh, he's just not happy so just keep in mind again just a reminder if uh, if something crosses and crosses us wrong it's the you might think it's the, the devil it's actually the devil not that person okay and uh, so let's just keep it in mind and, and, and let's just get through we can, we can defeat that and we can defeat that and get through and keep having revival because as soon as we get against one another amen Amen. I'm not, I'm not, it's not, you know, we understand what I'm talking about, right? The devil would like to, to just put us against one another and stop revival. And uh, let's just bind together one mind and one accord, and we're going to keep uh, plugging away and have revival. Amen? Praise God. Um, amen. Praise the Lord. Anything else, Brother Brandon, that I'm thinking, missing? Praise God. Pray for Pastor and Sister Regan. It. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Thank you all this evening for your uh, faithfulness to the house of the Lord. Uh, Will, you're dismissed in Jesus' name. Amen.